hi, it's so great that we are able to commence our leadership year um, here at Network Edification Churches. And of course, for some of you that are part of the mentoring groups in TJR Gwashula Global, uh, greetings to you, dear leader. God has so much in store for us this year. You know, the theme of our leadership development this year is 10 times stronger, 10 times stronger. And I'm so excited that um, God has a great plan for us as leaders. We're going to go into this. I'm going to spend this session introducing our focus for the year. And then we will look at some very important specifics for us as leaders as we start out on this journey. We've identified 10 areas that uh, we want our leaders to be 10 times stronger. The first one is stronger in the revelation of Jesus. That's important. And we'll break some of these things down throughout the course of the year. Stronger in devotion, stronger in identity, stronger in vision, stronger in relationships, stronger in mind, stronger in skill, stronger in spirit, stronger in character, and stronger in creativity. And throughout the year 2022, we will be developing our leaders in, this area, in these areas, releasing resources and creating spaces um, for you as a leader to engage in small groups, in your leadership groups, with your leader, with your teams, in building uh, strength in God. God wants you strong as a leader. God wants you at your best. God wants your best as a leader. Okay, so let's let's look at some very important scriptures. Um, the book of Daniel chapter 1. Uh, I would read uh, some verses there. I won't, I won't read the whole thing, but you're leaders, so I want you to go back um, into uh, the Word and read the whole thing for yourself so that you can gain the entire context. But now in Daniel chapter 1, verse 4, the background here is that Nebuchadnezzar had captured Jerusalem, and uh, after he had captured Jerusalem, he wanted some of the best people in the land because he wanted to adopt them into the... Uh, Babylonian culture. So in Daniel chapter 1 verse 4, he asked his officials to get him um, young people without blemish, of good appearance, uh, skillful in wisdom, endowed with knowledge in understanding, um, smart in learning, competent to stand out in the king's palace and to teach them the literature of the Chaldeans. So after Nebuchadnezzar did that, Verse 5 tells us that the king assigned them a daily portion of the food that the king ate and of the wine that he drank. They were to be educated for three years. And at the end of that time, they were to stand before the king. Now look at verse 8 of Daniel chapter 1. But Daniel resolved that he would not defile himself with the king's food or with the wine that he drank. Therefore, he asked the chief of the eunuchs to allow him not to defile himself. And then when we go to, uh, we read from verse 11 to 13 and then verse 15 to 16. Then Daniel said to the steward, whom the chief of the eunuchs had assigned over Daniel, Ananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, test your servants for 10 days. Let us be given vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then let our parents and the appearance of the youths who eat the king's food be observed by you. And deal with your servants according, according to what you see. At the end of 10 days, 
uh, it was seen that they were better in appearance and fatter in flesh than all the youths who ate the king's food. So the steward took away their food and, and, and the wine that they were to drink and gave them vegetables. Now, if we go to uh, verse, if we go to verse 20, the Bible says, and in every matter of wisdom and understanding about which the king inquired of them, he found them 10 times better. Now that's key for us than all the magicians and enchanters that were in his kingdom. After they had been through this process for three years, when they stood before the king, uh, uh, Daniel and his company, when the king asked them questions, the Bible says that they were 10 times better than the magicians. And we are really focused on that. And we learned some very important uh, things here, you know, uh, and, and I think there are a few points I want to really uh, put out to you. There are about three points that we must learn from, from this. Now, you have to understand that uh, by the time this selection was made, this selection was made uh, based on a certain criteria. The king had asked for people that were already uh, at a level of excellence, at a level of awareness in leadership. So uh, the people that were picked here were people that had a level of potential working for them. But what we learn from, from Daniel and his company is the fact that they didn't just want to be ordinary leaders. But this is the powerful thing. The desire to not be ordinary leaders did not start from just a, a desire from ju just start from a desire from leadership. It actually started from a desire to have distinction in their worship of God and distinction in their relationship with God. And so we learn we learn some very important things. And my first question is this year, what kind of leader do you want to be? See, the word leader or leadership is, is getting common. It's thrown around, even though the reality of leadership uh, is a thing that we're still navigating. But the idea of everyone wanting to be a leader, it's become, it's become a thing. But what I love here is Daniel and his friends and his company quickly determined the type of leaders they wanted to be. Everyone around them had leadership potential, but they started off by distinguishing themselves and the way that they did that was because they pursued distinction in their relationship with God. The Bible lets us know that they, the king wanted, to, uh, wanted them to, to eat his food and to drink his wine. But the Bible says that they, they refused, okay? And they had a different diet. They went for a different diet. And we're going we're gonna to look at the, the implication um, of this at some point uh, in this session. But the question is, what kind of leader do you want to be? And so, you know, the different kinds of leaders, we have different kinds of leaders today. Um, we, we have popular and trending leaders. You know, some people want to be popular leaders. They want to be trending leaders. Uh, They'll rather just be popular with people. They'll rather just be where people are. Okay. Um, we have charismatic leaders and there's nothing wrong with charisma. But the problem is when you pursue charisma without substance, okay, uh, you make loud noises without impact. 
So we have charismatic leaders. Then we have compromising leaders. We have compromising leaders. Okay. And these are leaders that just want a safe face, but behind the scene, uh, you know, they they do whatever and they don't follow the principles uh, of leadership. But then we have eternally relevant leaders, eternally relevant leaders. So my first question to you as a leader this year is, what kind of leader do you want to be? Because Daniel and his company, they had the choice, okay, to just be amongst the, the crowd. Everyone was a leader in one way or the other, right? They had that choice to just, to just conform, okay? But they chose not to conform. And the first thing they did was to distinguish them, th themselves in terms of their relationship with God, in terms of, of their relationship with God. So, hey, you want to you wanna be 10 times stronger? Well, the first question I'm posing to you is what kind of leader do you want to be? Do you just want to be a trending leader? Do you want to be a popular leader? Do you want to be a socially acceptable leader? Do you want to be a people-pleasing leader? What kind of leader do you want to be? The second point is this. When you've determined what type of leader you want to you become, because that's very important, leaders must make decisions, not just for people, but decisions about themselves and for themselves. Now, the next step, the second thing is it would cost you. It would always cost you, right? The type of leader you want to be will always cost you. You would either pay the price in the process or pay the price at the end. <laughs> you will either pay the price in the process or pay the price at the end. It's amazing because some of the other uh, types of leaders I mentioned, trending leaders, charismatic leaders, compromising leaders, sometimes um, think that they don't get to pay a price at all, right? They think that there isn't much of a price to pay, right? But the reality is you will pay a price. It's just whether it's in the process or you pay the price at the end. And the amazing thing is this, is that when you look at Daniel and his company, well, we see that they paid a price in the process. They had to make a decision that cost them Okay, a decision that was different. And in the moment, in the moment, it did not feel like it was the most strategic or the wisest thing to do. But I tell you what, you cannot pay the price in the process if you've not determined what type of leader you want to be. So you've got to determine that. Going back to that first point. But then this one is, it would. second point is, it would always cost you right any form of leadership that does not cost you in the process will cost you at the end it's better to pay the price now so that you can have the prize p-r-i-z-e okay those who don't want to pay the price now end up paying a price when they should have the prize okay and those those who pay the price now end up with a prize okay then the third thing and this is where uh, we, would, we would stop uh, for this introduction because it's just an introduction. Is Now, we learn from Daniel and his company. This is very important. This is the point. I'll put it this way. What are you consuming? That's the third thing. So the first thing is what kind of leader do you want to be? The second point is 
The type of leader you want to be will cost you and must cost you in the process. Okay. Then the third thing is, what are you consuming? We see something so interesting here in this study in Daniel chapter 1. Daniel and his company refused to eat the king's um, meal. The king offered them his food. Now think of it, they're in captivity, right? But the king offered them his food. He offered them his wine, okay? Offered them um, uh, their education. But Daniel and his friends seem to have a different opinion and a different perspective. His company, I like to call them Daniel and his company. They seem to have a different perspective. They refuse to consume the king's meal. And I really believe that this was not just about uh, you know, just about food, right? I thought when I read this that this was about, this was a very spiritual, uh, a, 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 a conscious decision rather that was made from a spiritual perspective, a conscious decision that was made from a spiritual perspective, okay? And I want to say to you that your spiritual diet, <laughs> right, will determine your spiritual and leadership health. Your spiritual diet. What are you consuming? Daniel and his company were conscious of what they were consuming. Okay. What are your what is your spiritual appetite? Right? What is your appetite like? What are your desires? Right? What are your desires? What are you consuming? I put it this way: what you are consuming is consuming you right what you are consuming is consuming number one remember you got to determine what type of leader you want to be this year number two you have to pay the price and then number three right the question the, the third point is you have to know what you are consuming what are you consuming as a leader are you conscious of your appetite right what are you consuming from culture in culture what are you consuming from the tradition around you? What are you consuming from church culture, church history? Are you consuming the right things? Are you, are you, are you on the right spiritual diet? On the right spiritual diet? We're going we're gonna to talk about this whole thing about spiritual diet. You know, in, 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 the, book, um, in, the, in the book of, um, whether it's Matthew, any, uh, the Bible shows us concerning um, uh, John the Baptist, okay, and um, um, the, the, uh, in the book of Luke as well. But we learned so much about his life. And one of the things that God gave John the Baptist was a regulation of his diet. Okay, God said to him, he said, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be given to strong wine. Okay, it should, it should um, eat locust and wild, wild honey. See, now, even though these are natural things, but these, these minister to us spiritual realities because leaders want to be 10 times stronger don't go on unhealthy diets in life. Right? They don't go. What, what, what diet are you on? What are you consuming? Can you evaluate? You want to be 10 times stronger? Can you evaluate what you are consuming? Now, please hear this again. What you are consuming is consuming you. And that's why Daniel and his company were so conscious because they didn't want to get comfortable in this babylonian culture so they thought to themselves that you know what we're gonna fast away from this now now watch this this is important now i know many times you talk about the daniel fast okay and uh 
you know, well, if, if you're led in that way, uh, really. But, but the whole point of this was actually about these guys giving themselves over, okay, to the right spiritual construct and diet, right? Giving themselves over, right? Denying one reality, embracing one reality. Why did they do that? Because I believe that they realized that their appetite and their desire could have, could have affected their discernment. Right? Their appetite and their desire could have affected their discernment. So they needed their discernment. Because don't forget, they lived in an idolatrous culture. Okay, Babylon was idolatrous. And so they didn't want to get comfortable and, and sucked in into that. Right? So they had to be careful about what they were consuming. And when I say, what are you consuming? Of course, you know, I'm not talking about food. Okay? Well, some of us want to be 10 times stronger in certain areas. We have to look at our diet, <laughs> practically speaking. Okay? And that's important for leaders. But what I mean is, what are you consuming? Are you just consuming entertainment that you don't regulate? You're a leader. You've got to be careful what you're consuming. Right? Are you consuming things that are lustful? You're a leader. You've got to be careful what you're consuming. Right? you got to weigh what you're consuming. Maybe for a season, selling things were okay, but for where you're going now, okay, the, 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 the king's food, the wine and the meat, right? They weren't necessarily bad. Okay, maybe we don't know whether it was offered to idols and things like that, but they weren't necessarily bad. But because of where these guys were going, they wanted to be stronger. They had to be conscious of what they were consuming. So your appetite, your desire, what you're consuming will affect your discernment. It will affect your discernment. And this is so important for us. And so we need discernment as leaders for us to be stronger. And the Bible shows us that after Daniel and his friends had been on this diet, when it came to the time of testing, they were 10 times better and 10 times stronger, okay, than all of their contemporaries. Even though they all had leadership, leadership abilities, leadership potentials. Don't forget, the people that were selected, were set, they were the best amongst the people. But they were 10 times stronger and 10 times better in representing God. Okay, so I want to end on this. And this is important. Wow, you want to grow as a leader, become better. This part, the last part I just shared on what you're consuming is important. What are you consuming? Are you consuming spirituality? Are you consuming the word of God? Are you consuming prayer? Are you consuming worship? Are you consuming, are you consuming, consuming, the, consuming the things of the spirit, right? Your appetite and your desire will always affect your discernment. And Daniel and his company did not trade their discernment because they managed their appetite. This is a time as leaders where we have to govern our appetite, our desires. Our desire for the things of God must, must increase. Okay, that's how we are going to find the next level discernment, the next level wisdom that causes us to stand out, to become great influencers of culture. Your spiritual diet will determine your spiritual and leadership health. So, well, I'm looking forward to what God does 
Okay? I'll leave you on this last one. Low spirituality, right, will produce low productivity in kingdom le leadership. Low spirituality will produce low productivity in kingdom leadership. So I want us to go over this um, and really, really meditate as we introduce this whole series uh, for our leadership year 10 times stronger. And the secrets to being 10 times stronger is to start off by determining the kind of leader you want to be. Okay, an eternally relevant leader, pay the price and then determine the things that you are consuming. What you are consuming is consuming you. Well, I look forward to catching you um, over the next few sessions and uh, make sure that you apply the principles that have been shared.